Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Good morning, Charlie Pierce. Good morning, Jody Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> you had your Catholic schoolgirl voice for I did, didn't I? This gets weirder every week. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm thinking of green jumpers and knee socks. I wore blue. Oh, I wore blue. She's our big sister. Stop oh, that. Yeah, I'm the adult supervision in the room. Good Charlie going all spotlight over there. <laughs> um, Charlie. <laughs> I loved your yeah. piece. Uh, you just, you, uh, your headline, Idaho botched its pandemic response. Now it's begging neighbors like Washington State for help. Mm-hmm. You can try not be cruel and unfeeling, but if I were a heart patient in Spokane, um, this is the problem. Uh, you know, I just was telling the story of someone I found out is not vaccinated that said, oh, it's a private matter. It is not a private matter. And this is exactly why. The piece you've written, you said, you know, Idaho has decided to face the crisis by developing uh, death panels. They're under crisis care, standards of care. And again, right, having to beg other states for help. Yeah, I mean, pandemics are not like private enterprises. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, uh, personal services contracts right. that you contract with the virus. And, you know, you have to live up to your end of the bargain. Pandemics are, are you know, are pan for a reason mm-hmm. it means all of us right and th- i mean why we i mean I, I i at this point i don't have any i can't write very much more about it because yeah. the solution is so freaking obvious yeah the 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 reluctance to take the free solution to this entire problem yeah is being ignored I, I, I mean, feel the same. That statistic from Alabama. That statistic from Alabama should guarantee that no Republican ever gets elected in Alabama again, ever. Yeah, yeah, ever. Charlie, I right feel this. I feel the same. I don't know what else to say about it. Three hours every day, and yet it impacts all of us. Right. How do you talk about anything else? Mm-hmm. In some ways, it is this just we are being held hostage by this you know minority of people. Um, and as you say, uh, you quoted someone here, Idaho's not doing what it should. They don't have a statewide mask mandate. They need to do, do their part. They cannot rely on Washington as their stopgap. Um, and you just said this country's patience is not inexhaustible. And that's yeah, where I we mean, are. If you, I mean, if, if you want mask mandates or if you want uh, vaccine mandates, and for that matter, mask mandates, uh, enforced, rigidly around this country keep doing what you're doing right yeah because simple survival on the part of the 70 percent of us 
who agree with you know safety protocols is gonna is gonna have its terrible vengeance on you sooner or later. Yeah, yeah. So uh, here's the thing: I always know what's happening at the Supreme Court is awful until I read your piece and realize that it is several layers more awful than I thought that it was because you are such a, a you know aficionado of this sort of thing. So um, this is obviously very get bad news. The U.S. Supreme Court revealed they will hear oral arguments in the major abortion case uh, on December 1st, kicking off a process that could ultimately cut off abortion access in dozens of states. The case out of Mississippi, Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization, is a direct challenge to Roe v. Wade. Uh, it uh, concerns a ban on nearly all abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy and the question of whether all pre-viability prohibitions on elective abortions are unconstitutional. It is expected that at least 24 states would then immediately ban access to the procedure altogether. So, okay. But as you, your piece basically said, it, it, the Supreme Court brief gives away the whole conservative game on abortion. Explain that, what's it mean, what it means. Cause you, well, there's, a, yeah. there's the guy who designed the Texas law is this wingnut lawyer. Uh, from Texas named Mitchell. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you read his amicus brief to the Dobbs case, uh, he gives the game away in that the target has really never been Roe. Roe was the low-hanging fruit. The target is Griswold. The target mm -hmm. is the fact that the conservatives do not believe there is a right to privacy inherent in the Constitution. And in this amicus brief, which I urge everybody to read, Mitchell makes it plain. He says that, that, they, that they should issue a ruling that leaves Obergefell and Lawrence, which are the two major gay rights decisions, quote unquote, hanging by a thread. That's what they're after. They're not, I mean, that role would be great. I mean, that will, that will make a lot of their Christian base really happy. Uh, but the, the, the privacy right is the real target. And that's what we have to be aware of. Well, you said anyway, think, people generally- Frankly, I don't think the Democrats are. You said people generally like privacy, and they generally like the things they do in private, especially as regards sexy time. So <laughs> directly attacking Griswold was rightly deemed to be a political loser. But it's, I mean, as you say, this goes to, to more than just that, right? Where is this part? I chilled my little, it chilled my homo heart, Chody. You said um, um, this is stuck. The uh, you're talking about Griswold versus Connecticut is stuck in the conservative craw ever since it was applied to birth control, abortion, gay rights, and a number of other things that make the conservative id feel all icky. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it basically says there is no specific right to privacy at all exactly. in the Constitution. Exactly, uh, and and that is that has been a very popular theory uh, within conservative legal circles forever. I mean, yeah. Uh, Roe gave them Roe Roe gave them a foothold. Uh, and the steady, you know, whittling back and, and quite honestly, the, the mushiness of many Democrats on the issue uh, gave them the opening that they have now. Well, uh, and I don't trust. But, I mean, I, I think John Roberts could very well dissent from that Mississippi case and it would still. Yep. You know, it would still go through five to four. Yeah. I think he's going to find himself on the on the losing end of a lot of five to four decisions unless he you know, acts like, you know, the Amy Coney Barrett's and, and Justice Drunky John, uh, you know, go along with that. Raping McPerjury. 
Okay. Um, you Well, you said it's hard to believe the court would engage in a sweeping evisceration of privacy rights, but it's not as hard to believe it as it was even five years ago. Mm-hmm. So that is chilling. Um, and you, were, you talked about, you wondered why suddenly you said we're in the middle of a very strange We Are Not Hacks Over America tour that has featured both Amy Coney Barrett and Clarence Thomas protesting far too much about what a clear and objective institution the Supreme Court is. Um, yeah, so it's just, you're like, why are, first of all, Amy Coney Barrett is talking about how they're not partisan hacks at a Mitch McConnell event introduced by Mitch McConnell at the Mitch McConnell Center. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, those two speeches were political speeches, which justices of the Supreme Court are not supposed to give. But they were clearly political speeches. They were clearly they clearly had the political purpose of camouflaging what the conservative majority of the court is up to. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing that shouldn't happen. You know, and it's interesting, on the other side, we have, you know, doctors and pastors speaking out, which I think is significant, this lawsuit, you know, the doctor in Texas that stepped forward and said, I, I you know, uh, gave an abortion. He said, well, oh, have you have you seen the latest on that? Yeah. Well, the guy who turned yeah, him Well, in. I was just going to say, so the lawsuit that could test the constitutionality of the nation's most restrictive abortion ban was filed in Texas Monday against a doctor who, too, admitted performing an abortion considered illegal under the new law. Uh, it was filed by a, a, a physician in San Antonio who is in not in jail but he is a convicted oh, <laughs> he is God. a convicted felon in Arkansas right and, and he he's also admitted he only did it for the money yes yes he is a convicted <laughs> he's actually on uh, he's currently serving his 15 year federal sentence on as on home confinement and he said if the state of Texas decided it's going to give $10,000 bounty why shouldn't i get that $10,000 he is uh right I, I mean, his self-interest is so obvious. I almost admire him. You right. Know? He was convicted of tax fraud in 2010. Oh, even better. So he was so he a, he a felon from Arkansas that right. has filed a lawsuit against. Well, he needs the cash. Good God. Good God. But, you know, also, I just I thought this pastor was so interesting, Charlie, a Baptist uh, pastor from a southern city in a conservative red state. He says, I do know firsthand who suffers when politicians attempt to limit the right of every person to determine whether, when, and how to become parents. I also know how vital it is for people of faith to speak up in these religious spaces and show how strongly we disagree with government officials who would play to- politics with the health and well-being of people from our communities. I mean, they keep everybody keeps saying it, but they have they are the car that's the dog that's caught the car, mm-hmm. right? I mean, well, we'll see. I mean. Uh, you know, I, 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 I keep hearing that and I agree with them. And I think I think it's probably a political disaster if they go all the way through with it. Charlie, but you I don't know anymore. One of the I main mean, things the that country's tolerance for craziness is far wider and deeper than even I thought it was. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Charlie, one of the main, you saw this, Jody, in the polling out here in the recall. One of the main things people mentioned is we didn't want to become Texas. Yep. <laughs> they mentioned specifically the Texas law yeah. as what mo- yeah. motivated people to get out and vote in California. Yeah, but I mean, is it going to work in Nebraska, Kansas, or Illinois? A lot know. of women are pissed. 
Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, I hope they are. We didn't throw out our pussy hats. We got them. I hope we still have them. I hope they, there's a march on October second. I hope they put it into action. Yeah. Uh, you know, because the only thing you can really do if the Supreme Court is hell bent, hell bent on doing what we think it's hell bent on doing is vote out the people who who confirm yes. these judges. Yeah. And have you the can't F- do anything. Have I mean, the FBI about the judges? They're there. Right. I mean, well, you can expand court and you, you know, the FBI does a real thing. investigation of rapey McPerjury. I'm just saying. Well, there's also that too, but in terms of what we can do, you know, in our politics, it's to vote out the politicians who enable them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Charlie, what we can do. Curious as a fantastic journalist yourself, we've been talking about the Bob Woodward Robert Costa book, and I just. I keep saying they have to call it now a warning, but what this would have been important to know during the impeachment. I mean, it's just, I said yeah. I, I posted that on the very first blog post I did on that book. Number one, I you know I, I went through the the allegations, which are astonishing. Yeah. Uh, but the very first thing I said was, "Where the hell were you guys?" Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's more important for us to know what you know. Than it is for you to make money on a book, and they still would have made money the, on the book. The that's book's the still way I've sold. always. That's the way I've always looked at at, yeah. at the business. You I mean, find the information, you confirm the information, and then you relate the information. Right, right. right. I know? mean, they're like, "Holy cow, this is a national security crisis." I mean, Charlie, yeah, this is a coup that they holy needed cow, to say the something. Chairman the, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of, of of Staff is conducting a mild coup d'etat himself Mm -hmm. to make sure crazy man doesn't launch a bomb at iran yeah that would have been nice to know at the time yeah they i heard uh woodward say last night that you know you're going to be apologizing to general milley when you know this whole everything comes out that you know they he saved us from but i mean the fact that nobody said anything at the time time, and we during the impeachment trial in particular i mean you know charlie it's it's I, what happens if this does not happen in other countries when there's an attempted coup? They don't just go, oh, oh, well. <laughs> I mean, you know, this has got to be punished, doesn't it? I, hey, listen, I th- I've thought so from, from day one. I thought he should have been impeached uh, in, during impe- oh, I thought he should have been impeached in impeachment one, but I think he certainly should have been impeached in, in impeachment two. Uh, you know, it, it's become clearer by the day. This memo, this six-point memo, yeah. it shouldn't be that easy to overthrow the government. Yeah. But there's an evil logic to that memo that shows you, I mean, that's the game plan. Yeah. If if this was a dress rehearsal, that's the game plan. Yeah. Because, you know, and and the idea that Mike Pence had to agonize over this decision. Yeah. This, you know, you talk about something that will guarantee him that he gets no votes. Yes. What a spineless, cowardly weasel on from both sides, right? I mean, just tried everything he could to try and do this. Called Dan Quayle, who is you know minding his own business out in the 18th hole, and and, and (laughs) you know, and you know, getting ready to have a couple at the at the 19th hole, and he can you know Dan Quayle, who's by the way over 70 now. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I saw that in one of the stories, and I was like, wow, Dan Quayle is like 73 now. Yeah. but, you know, and, and, you know, he's out there and he's having a grand old time. And all of a sudden, you know, the, his idiot successor calls him up and says, you know, and Dan Quayle has to say, you know, fuck up, Sparky. You know, this is he said, and, and speaking on behalf of all the vice presidents of the United States. This is the only move you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, it really is astounding. Al Gore I, had to certify George W. Bush's election. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. I know. 
I know. I, I mean, it's it's I. I and, it, and it was Al Gore who had to who had to gavel down. Yeah. All the members of the House. Yeah. Who came over and challenged it? Yeah. Do you, they, by they, the way, they even, didn't have the Senate to to back him up. Even for him, wasn't the latest statement from the Office of the Vice President? Wasn't it? Really? Okay. Well, we don't have to do it, but. Okay, um, wasn't it particularly <laughs> screechy? Like, I'm going, is it this Weisselberg thing? Finally, like, what? oh my God, it was very screechy, his latest statement. I don't know if it's the Woodward book or the Weisselberg investigation getting closer. The They're... walls are closing in. Exactly. It's like, what? It didn't even yeah. make sense. They're in what the a... trash compactor in the, in the Death Star. Yes. And, yes. And it's yeah. starting to... And that little wormy thing's exactly. coming with the rest of, With the rest of the garbage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, well, DOJ's got a, I mean, well, chop, chop, gonna, chop, chop. The... What? I'm sorry, what? I said the DOJ's got a chop, chop here. This is federal. This is, I mean, don't you think? What? Who else prosecutes this? Coup. It's got to be the DOJ, doesn't it? I mean, I don't know what George is doing, but that's only one prong of this coup. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I presume the Georgia uh, prosecution and the investigation is still going on. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, in terms of of events relating to January sixth, that's you know, those are those are all federal crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I. Again, I don't. You know, I, I'm not wired enough to know what's really going on, but it sure seems like nothing's going on. Well, it feels like it's the end of the world, and it seems like you and Jody could both get spousal accept, uh, uh, exceptions for whatever you would do in your grief and fear. It's well, called we're, a whole pass. We're, 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 we're holding on to a comfy suite in the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Adieu, Charlie. Adieu. Thank you, Charlie. Adieu. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, honey. Bye. Bye.